0: Welcome to Inside Iowa, heard on this and all Cumulus Des Moines stations. All right, as we venture into 2020, we're making our game plan with our friends at Aging Resources of Central Iowa. Our guest today, Crystal Doig, who is an elder rights specialist, and Sheila Henriksen, a family caregiver specialist. You guys are both so special. Well, thank you. Thank you for having us. (laughs) We're all special in our own way. Oh, that's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Last time you were in, we talked about National Family Caregivers Month, so we're going to continue that conversation, but I did want you to know that we came up with a game plan, and that is getting to know you last year opened my eyes. To the necessity of what you do and the importance of what you do. I don't think we can talk about it enough.
1: We're kind of that hidden secret that nobody knows about, but we're out there. We're in the public. We're out doing presentations. We we field phone calls from all over the state, actually all over the country. You know, we have caregivers that live out of state, but yeah, we're that hidden gem. We really are a very knowledgeable and resource for anybody in the community that needs help with pretty much anything. We might not be the experts on that thing they're calling us about, but we will get them to the right fake folks
0: right there is takes the stress away just knowing okay you may not know the answer but you're gonna at least get us to the answer
1: absolutely we're not gonna uh turn anybody away um one of my i tell this story all the time we've had calls asking all the way from how does my jitterbug foam work Mm. to um abuse going on in the home Mm -hmm. so there so there's everything in between that so at the we are part of the Area Agency on Aging, commonly referred to in our world as a AAA, not the motor cl- club that we <laughs> talk about from time to time. Right, right. But um, so we, and there's six of us throughout the whole state of Iowa. So there's one of us in every county, covers every county. So we, even if we get a call from someone outside of our county, we will write them or route them, excuse me, to the county that
0: can best serve their need. And you know, when we're talking, we're we're talking to folks who are going to end up being caregivers. Uh, we're, we're, we're talking to folks that could use uh, just some answers who might even still be taking care of their own business.
1: Absolutely. And that, that's why um, I brought my amazing, knowledgeable co-worker, Sheila Hendrickson, here. And she's going to kind of talk through the family caregiver program, um, not to steal her thunder or anything. But um, now that we saw our parents over the holidays or aunt, uncle's grandparents, Actually, this is when we we do get a lot of increase
0: in our calls at this time of the year. So I'm going to let Sheila take it over and and what she can help with. And that is actually where we kind of left off last time, wasn't it, Sheila? That when we get together with our family and friends that we haven't seen maybe for a while to look and see if we notice any changes. Yes, that's that's right. So um, I just thought we could talk about,
2: you know, starting the conversation about caregiving. Um, Caregiving is uh, something that most everyone will do or need or both in in their life, whether it's a short period of time of caregiving or a longer period of time. It's um, something that a lot of people really aren't comfortable discussing or maybe want to discuss, but... I think it's really beneficial to have that discussion, if at all possible, before the need for mm-hmm. caregiving arises or right. before a crisis occurs. Um, because once you're in that crisis mode of a health event taking place, um, you really it's harder to make decisions because of the emotional um
0: Things that are going on with family members, and like it's kind of hard to separate yourself from the emotions and the and the business that needs to be taken care of. You're Absolutely, just, you're just yes.
1: reacting to the crisis. Mm-hmm. And I was talking with Sheila earlier today. Uh, my mother in law was here over the week, all over the holidays, which was lovely and glad to have her. Um, but that you know led to a conversation that I had with my husband over the weekend, not related to my mother in law, but how uh, children or the caregiver really wants mom and dad to be safe. And
0: Mm -hmm. that's their
1: number one goal. Mm -hmm. The older adult's number one goal is to be independent, still remain independent. And
0: that's where the conflict becomes, isn't it? Mm -hmm.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I would say that is the most common conflict. Um, And a lot of people might have the perception that, okay, well, if, if you're an older adult and you are talking about needing care presently or okay, I may need care in the future, they may be fearful that, well, I'm going to be forced to move out of my home or I'm going to be forced to have my independence taken away. Um, and so the, those are the things we talk about with families that we want to be really cognizant of a person's um values of, you know, the older adults values, and that they're the decision makers, as long as they are able to make decisions. So even if a person does have dementia, or does have a health condition that may affect their cognition in some form they are still the decision makers to the extent that they are able to make
0: those decisions. Have respect, don't stop on their feet. Oh,
2: yes, absolutely, absolutely. yes. So it really does need to be a conversation where people come together and, and talk about, you know, what is important to them, what their wishes are. And so back to having that conversation before a crisis occurs, while, you know, if you're an older adult, wouldn't you rather have that conversation before you need care rather than, okay, what if I'm not able to express my needs at a certain point? Then you may be leaving um, the assumptions of needing care, you know, to
0: someone right. who may not know right. what you want.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So so are there a lot of these phone calls that you've been getting after holiday, Sheila, then they are people that maybe now they're looking for answers because, say, they did notice something sure it it definitely can be
2: you know um people are spread you know fa- families are different so than, you're not seeing your
0: grandparents all the time right? Or you're not right, seeing your grandparents your parents, or you know? your own
2: parents all the time families are really spread out these days obviously and um families are very busy with working and a lot of families are spread between you know um working full-time, having kids of their own they're caring for, and then also, okay, well, maybe I do need to pay attention to what's going on, you know, with um, my parents' needs. So um, a lot of people are just pulled in different directions. So, yeah, holiday time is a time when families do come together, and so maybe that's a chance to kind of um, evaluate what is going on. And so we do have some increased calls at this time of year, and we welcome that. You know, like Crystal said earlier, no question is silly uh, you know no. too silly to no. pose you can call and just
1: you know bouncing ideas off of us that's what we're there mm. for so and that that's perfectly weighted to this bouncing ideas off us it's mm-hmm. ca- calling us and saying hey i saw mom and dad over the holidays and i'm seeing this behavior i've seen this should i be concerned should i you know be calling the doctor well of course it's, we're going to we're going to say, yeah, you need to call the doctor, have that conversation. And part of my job as an elder rights specialist is to talk to people about getting their uh, power of attorney forms in, pa- in, in place, right. both medical and financially, or a living will. Um, we also do a presentation on the Five Wishes program, for, and we could do that for anybody, and Sheila could do that as well. And I always tell those individuals when I'm doing that presentation, <clears throat> living will, POA, those are actually your insurance policies insurance policy as the older adult to insure like your car insurance, your homeowner insurance. This is insurance for your health and how you want to be treated in the end and what you want it to be occurring. And it's also as a child of someone who didn't have all that in place when my mom passed away, I look at that. That would have been a gift from her to have her either a, a conversation with me about that or something in writing letting me know this is what I wish and this is what I want you to do
0: that would be a gift right it would now let me ask you ladies this as we've gone on through the years are like like my parents they it's done Awesome! It's that's from great. from, from that's start. To They've that's even awesome. got yeah. their headstones for oh crying out loud. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, but what a peace of mind for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is. It is. You know, mm-hmm. there's it's, again, and cause you're for have them enough on your mind. They've got their. We you know which sibling is going to be taking care of this, and right. Uh, it, it is amazing. Um, but do you see more people doing that? Then maybe, say, a few years ago, or are we still just kind of in that same boat? I, I kind of think we're in that same boat. Mm. Um, we get a lot I of,
1: agree. We yeah. get a lot of families with multiple children that come in, and they all have different ideas. And so really, this is a great resource. Sheila is a great resource to talk with. Them all in the same room, get all on the same page, and move forward with decision-making.
0: Well, and make them understand, again, it's not about them. Exactly. Hello, knock, knock. You know, um, it's not easy to sit down and talk to my mom and dad about their headstones. I even know where they're at. You know what right. I mean? I could drive to <laughs> them now. I just I just think that's weird. <laughs> and, but you have to have those Discussion, So we do. But can I tell you something just kind of off the subject here? They don't ever want to talk about it when it comes the, when, uh, the other way around. Like you're like, okay, mom and dad, if anything happens to me, you know. And they're like, oh, oh sure. no, no. So it's family dynamics sure. are interesting. Sure. Yeah. You know? And some
1: things don't rear their ugly head in family dynamics until there's a crisis and we need mm-hmm. to take care of mom and dad. Yep. And I think Sheila would agree with me. Not everyone can be a caregiver. Oh, or definitely. Or should be a caregiver, definitely. actually. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Well, I'm and sure that's, that's all right. I just of, caught up with that. I'm like, yes, you're right, and that goes back to the very first conversation we exactly, ever had exactly. about elder abuse. Yes,
2: yes, that and in, that and is
0: very true. In more ways than one, stealing. Uh, you know, There's physical. Be, uh,
1: absolutely, yeah. you know, predominantly we see a lot of financial exploitation, and it is done by mm-hmm. usually a family or a caregiver. Mm-hmm. But as Sheila could talk with them about how do we look at that, you know, and protect ourselves, she can give them ideas about putting stuff in writing, meeting a lawyer. Um, I would be a big advocate if you've got multiple children in the family, that one is power of attorney for finance and one is power of attorney for medical, and we have a co-check. So no one has all the power. So it's smart, all, on smart. The, all up on the table. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And as you heard Crystal say, I mean, to have you probably didn't didn't even know what to do. And now all of a sudden here you are having to do that. And I do have a feeling that there are a lot of families that put themselves in that position. Mm-hmm.
2: There are, I mean, there are so many facets to talking about caregiving and obviously talking about families and different families have different family dynamics. But um, when the conversation about future planning or current caregiving um, occurs, the financial piece is an important part of that piece. So. Um, it 's something a lot a lot of people are just not very comfortable talking about, but in order to find out what kind of care would be would fit a person 's budget, you really do have to know the financial piece you do um, their income and their assets and Um, So that's where it is important, like Crystal said, to try to put things into place ahead of time to protect yourself. And um, when you are having these conversations that they are taking place with trusted individuals um, and ideally more than one individual there so that there are witnesses and then that so that things right. are put into writing and then
0: let's app for anybody to be able to do anything right it's going to go unnoticed right and as right. we talk
1: about those conversations are hard we've had many conversations where the financial piece is the barrier for the older adult they don't want their kids knowing they're fearful or they don't want us to know mm-hmm. um but so starting that conversation is difficult so I think Sheila's wonderful, and would I, myself, or any of our staff member actually would be willing to meet with the family and start that conversation and kind of lead them down that path of what are the questions I need to know and what's really none of my business. So what right. about then, the like
0: website and phone numbers?
1: Oh, sure. You can check us out at agingresources.com, and we also have uh, our local number here is 255-1310, and the receptionist can direct you to the right person in our office. You can always ask directly for Sheila or Crystal if you need. Um, And then the 800 number, which is more the local or the statewide number, is
0: 800-747-5352. Okay. Time flew by again. I want to make sure before we wrap up, what have we missed? What do you want to make sure we tell folks? Uh, We're going into a new year. Be of a, be a, a, a little while before we talk again. Absolutely.
1: Well, I would like to make sure that everybody knows that we have information and referral services at our office for disability 18 to 59 and then anybody over the age of 60. We also have a small case management department that can help. We have options counseling and Sheila is an options counselor as well who can provide options. It's literally what it is and okay. kind of hang with you for three months. We also have a fall prevention Um, evidence-based classes that we we offer throughout the community Um, we have the family caregivers program and then we also have the elder rights program that's kind of where I am Um, I'll let Sheila kind of wrap up the family caregiver okay
2: Yeah, and we discussed the Family Caregiver Program. I want to emphasize that we have a great staff. Everyone there is very, very competent, helpful, caring. Everything you say to us is confidential. We are not sharing your information with anyone. Be secure in knowing that. So I just want to emphasize that we're here to help. We're confidential. I would sum up our staff as we go the extra mile
1: for everybody that calls well, us. Well, if the
0: rest of the staff is like you two ladies. Oh, thank you. <laughs> now, if you're just Thanks. catching the tail end of the show, Sheila Henrickson and Crystal Doig with Aging Resources of Central Iowa. Ladies, it's been a pleasure. Oh, thank oh, you thank again. you for having us. Yeah. Yeah. Till next time. <laughs> thank <laughs> yeah, you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Inside Iowa. Heard on this and all Cumulus Des Moines stations.